Common Sense by Thomas Paine in a language you can understand. If you've ever tried to read it, you know what I'm talking about. It was one of, if not the most influential book in American history. But it was written over 200 years ago, and the old English that it's written in is nearly impossible to understand. I was reading it because I was interested in it. I wondered why it was such an important book, so I started reading it. It was that next to impossible you got to read everything five times just to make sense of it. And even then, you're lucky if you understand it. There's words we don't use anymore. The speaking style is basically backwards of how we speak now. The whole thing's written in run-on sentences. Try reading that. Try reading a book that completely turns upside down the way you would normally speak with words sprinkled in that you don't know what they mean, all written in sentences as long as a paragraph. I really wanted to understand it. I had a printed copy with big margins printed out on my printer. And as I read it, I would look up the words that I didn't understand. And I, got, I had to go get a, an old dictionary, the oldest one I could find. Some of the words were fascinating. One of the most common that he used was the word viz. It means in other words. In other words, if you're trying to explain something in an alternative way, you would say viz. Strange word. And the fact that it was a word that was commonly used back then, I have to believe that people used it frequently, which is interesting because you don't hear people say in other words much anymore. I translated all the words I couldn't understand and I made notes. That's how I was trying to understand the book, basically breaking down every sentence. It was brutal, extremely time-consuming. I was about six pages into it, and I thought, somebody has to have done this before. So I went and I researched online. I couldn't find anything. Then I thought, you know, I bet other people would be interested in this since it doesn't seem to exist. And I decided to translate the book and publish the translated version, to republish the book, to bring back this iconic book in American history. Nobody else had it. So I thought this, this, if I'm looking for this, maybe some other people would be looking for it. But either way, maybe this book that was so crazy influential would, would do it again. And when I decided to translate Common Sense, I was already working on another book that was well underway. I was about halfway through a draft on that. I stopped working on it because I thought translating Common Sense would be a, a quick and easy way that I could offer something to people. That's when I was in the early stages of writing it. And the book really resonated with me. The principles of it discussed and explains and the way he explains it, it's extremely unique, uniquely simple and pragmatic, and it's timeless. It's a philosophy of government that's never going away. And because of that, the sanctity of the principles and the argument it was critically important to me that I kept the original meaning exactly, which turned out to be a really tough challenge. And the idea that I could do it quickly was out the window. As soon as I get into it, I, I knew that I'd bit off way more than I can chew. I kept working on it. I kept plugging away, sometimes a sentence a day, sometimes a page a day. I would just keep chiseling away at it. It did get a little easier as I went through it. I think I started to learn the language and the way he thinks. That made things go a lot faster. I got it all written out, and I went back 
and I read through it and I made changes. Then I did it a second time. I read through the whole thing out loud, checking it each time with the original text. If it was a choice between what sounded best and what was the most accurate translation, I went with the translation. And it came out fantastic. I was afraid to have the book edited. I was afraid that I didn't want the editor to change the meaning of anything. So I ended up deciding I'd give it a try. And I figured if I didn't like it, I would just not use the edited version. Well, I was so glad I did. When I got the edited copy back, it was actually a little emotional for me. The editor did an incredible, incredible job. Even included a, a nice little note commenting on the book. My first good book review before it was even published. That felt good. But the book is fascinating. Thomas Paine, he, he explains the origin of government. It's incredible. I'm going to talk about that section of the book coming up. It'll change your whole perspective on government. It explains 90% of the problems that we see today. That's one, one of the cool elements of the book. The most per persuasive thing that he does, the whole reason the book is so convincing, is that with everything he wrote, he explained why. With every idea, principle, and position, he explained why. It, the book, it's a short book, about 60 pages, but he addresses in every little detail. It, it's an exercise in God, government, and common sense. And it's as much philosophical as it is practical. What I want to do is I want to take you through some of the main principles and put them in the context of today. Many of the things that he wrote about are as important today as ever. It's a way of thinking a certain belief in society that's worth preserving. And this book does it far and away better than any other material out there. Let's get into it. I'll see you on the next podcast.